And now, live in studio, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. He's a successful entrepreneur, published author, top listing agent, a real estate and finance expert that goes to bat for you every day as a consumer advocate. Your host and the consumer quarterback, Brandon Rhymes. Hey, yes, here we are again another day committed to being your consumer advocate, helping you understand your buying decisions and making you more street smart here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Save our hotline number in your phone at some point. You may need it. 813-750-0550. It's an off-air number. Call or text the hotline. 813-750-0550. You used to call me on my cell phone. ConsumerQB.com is the website, and we got a great lineup for you today. Uh, later in the show, attorney Carmika Rubin in studio. Uh, we're going to talk with her about some of the latest things happening in her business. Also, Captain Will Smith in the house as well, author of Ditches to Riches, Falling from the Sky, uh, which we are also making into a movie. Real excited about that. And in studio today, Mike Twitty, Pinellas County property appraiser. Welcome in, my friend. Thank you, Brandon. Good to be here. Hey, thanks for coming in. So uh, let's let's dump, jump into some of the things happening. It's There's so much... Uh, you know, people, there's so many, right now, Florida's so hot. I mean, just look at the governor, Ron DeSantis. I mean, he's a rock star right now. So many people are moving to the state of Florida. The obvious reasons are blue states to red states, uh, getting out of some of the lockdown cities up north. Sure. And, of course, the, the natural sunshine that was always attracting people. But uh, I, I'm just wondering, curiously, you know, how that's affecting your position and properties uh, from what you're seeing property values. Sure. Yeah, well, it's, it's made it certainly an exciting year to, to track and handle valuations. Um, we, we saw, you know, we thought we might go into a, a little bit of a cold, dark winter with COVID kicking in. We didn't know what was going to happen with real estate transactions last year. I think when I talked to you at this time, I think when I was back here in June or July, we still didn't know what exactly was going to happen. It was starting to heat up. That's right. But um, we had just come out of a couple of months of, you know, almost no sales. Yep. And we ended up by year end surpassing the sale transaction count that we had in the prior year, which was always already, you know, pretty much a record setting pace. Right. So and it's continued on into, um, you know, through up to this point through the second quarter of 2021. Yeah, it's unbelievable. The the, the lack of inventory, uh, you know, super low inventory, uh, the the number of sales are still happening because people have to live somewhere. They're they're moving here. Uh, I, I try to talk to folks about strategy. Sometimes I say, okay, well, look at vacant land, and then now that discussion has kind of changed because it's like, whoa, you know, wood prices have tripled, steel, all the different you know supporting uh, materials, uh, and then you start thinking about. You know, what what are some of the alternatives there? You know, and there's not many places for people to rent either if they're coming into the area uh, from out of state. So it's almost, you know, there's a labor crisis as well to compound that, you know, with, um, you know, the the Washington, D.C., you know, handouts that are going around. Right. Uh, So there's a lot of challenges uh, as well. There really are. Um, You know, we've been blessed and fortunate to uh, be in in a great hot spot where people want to be. And it's, you know. It, it's interesting. You look across the entire country, and and this is going on everywhere. It's not just here, but we're we're going. It's happening here at a at a hyper, you know, active pace compared to everywhere else, right? Because of the sunshine and and you know, no uh, no uh, income tax right on the personal side. So, those those things are, um, and that woke it, that woke people up from you know now that they could work from home. All of a sudden, you've got a lot of baby boomers 
with with some extra cash. Yep. Uh, they've built up a lot of equity through the years, and they're looking at things like, you know, well, you know what? We can move to Florida. We can be outdoors and enjoy it. If a pandemic comes again, we've got more flexibility and freedom, and we're already pre-positioned for retirement because we're yep. flexible in how we can work. That's right. You know, it's like that one of those country songs, I'm going to buy me a boat or something, you know, like like so many people went through that. They were buying boats. They were joining Freedom Boat Club. I mean, I remember when that lockdown happened, people were just looking for outdoor recreation of building a pool. You can hardly get a pool built in less than a year now. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, that that was what what we were dealing with. Now we're on the, the uh, you know tail end of that. Uh, it's, it was interesting to see, too, with some of the Fauci emails and, you know, the stuff that a lot of us kind of knew was going on. But now it's proven and it's in an email form. Uh, but, uh, you know, locally here, let's let's talk local uh, Pinellas County. What are some of the challenges that you see, too? I, I start thinking about sustainability. I start thinking about water and, and sewer challenges. Um, are you are you guys seeing any of that or, you know, kind of planning for that? Um, yeah, obviously, that that planning piece is not really in, in, in my wheelhouse of, yep. of what we do. Um, as the property appraiser's office, we, we're tracking the values and dealing with administering uh, exemptions. Yeah. But I, I work with our, you know, our commissioners and, and talk to our, our mayors and other elected officials around the county. And, and I see the challenges they're dealing with, um, yeah. you know, with with Pinellas, for example, you know, virtually surrounded by water. Yeah. Um, we we've obviously have the, the flood insurance issues that that aren't going away. Um, we've got to be smarter about how we're going to be resilient Yep. For storms, um, that's why we'll talk about some legislation that we um, move forward in that realm to try and to help our citizens, not only in Pinellas County, but this would be a statewide amendment yeah. um, to do so. But um, you know, we can only fit so many more people in Pinellas. You know, we've got to go up. You know, but right. but we can we can redevelop and in a much smarter way. Um, and but we've got to have the right infrastructure to support it. Because right. if you're going to pack people in there and, and densify some areas and you're going to go up in the air, you be, you better have the, the, the road infrastructure and, and the underground to support it. Right. Yeah. And if you just joined us, we're talking with Pinellas County property appraiser Mike Twitty here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. I'm your host, Brandon Rimes. And, yeah, there, there are some challenges out there. But, you know, wow, it's still the best place to live, work and play. Some of the developers I talked to say, yeah, you know, they shut my one of my deals. One of my deals coming to mind, uh, for example, it was up in Pasco County. And, you know, they were just kind of frustrated. They said, yeah, you know, the developer that, you know, they weren't working with us. It was they kind of slow played us. And I, I called one of the commissioners that I knew and. He said, yeah, you know, there's just so much development. We have to slow some stuff down. The, the residents are saying, hey, you know, what are we going to do with this traffic? What are we doing? So it's such a balance, isn't it? I mean, when you think about parks and recreation, you think about the water supply we mentioned, and then development and economics and commerce. Right. Well, and, and I don't know if you've talked on previous shows about the um, the moratoriums they're starting to put in place for some of the multifamily development. Right. So you've got, I, I've heard tale of a lot of the developers running over to Pinellas and, you know, they're they're trying they're turning every stone over trying to find sites right yeah absolutely and also Hillsborough County seems to be a little bit more uh, you know allowing of that those types of things another one of my properties in Hillsborough uh, it's five acres that's uh, under contract around 1.4 million uh, very similar but they're moving forward it was the same developer actually that 
pulled out of the Pasco County development. Uh, let's talk about some practical tips as well. A lot of people are selling properties, moving. Uh, it seems interesting too. Some of the trends I'm noticing are people selling that they've lived in Oldsmar for 20 years, for example, or they've lived in South Tampa, for example, and they're moving up to North Florida, kind of hill country, mm-hmm. getting a little bit more rural. Yep. Uh, but they're able to take. Uh, there's there's portability that we have in the state of Florida. Would you mind explaining how that portability works? Yeah, absolutely. And um, and actually, we have an extra year since I've been I was here the last time that you have to transfer that benefit oh, um, that, nice. that passed in in November on the general election ballot. Very so good. we were champions of, of that uh, legislation to get that passed. But the way that works is so if you have been a homesteader within the state of Florida and this is anywhere in the state. So any of this, our 67 counties and and you've been a homesteader for a period of time and in a rising market, um, your your assessment cap is limited to to growth at three percent or CPI, whichever is less. Okay. And typically, it's less. It's hovered around an average of two percent. Yep. So, and the market's obviously moving at greater than the two percent right now. So you can create a gap between that. So your market value is much higher than your assessed your assessed value. Right. That differential can be carried or ported from one homestead to the next. Mm. So if you do that. Within a three-year window, and that three-year window is basically calculated. It always you have to roll back. So if you if you bought it today mm-hmm. in June, you would have to start the three-year clock by rolling back to to the prior Jan Jan one, okay, and then start the three-year clock. Got it. And you need to own and occupy that that next uh, property you're going to qualify for homestead on yeah. within that window. Yeah. And then you get that deduction right off your jut when the property appraiser in whatever county you land in yep. when you land there and they value your property they'll take that port amount um, from the prior property appraiser and they'll knock that right off your value and that will create your new assessed value cap to start with yeah so if that's a hundred thousand dollars you know at a, at a millage rate of 20 mils which is an average in Pinellas County mm-hmm. that's two thousand dollars yeah a year you know, big into, time going forward into perpetuity. So that's essentially another big exemption above your normal fifty thousand dollars off um, your just market value. Yeah, so. it's a huge reason why you know people again love our common sense politics. You know the the approach here in Florida. People are you know moving here, uh, so that portability is such a big factor, and it works any county to any county. So Hillsborough to Pinellas, et cetera. I mean, it works yep. from any county, 67 counties in the state of Florida. I love that, that we're protecting. It's called our, and there's also save our homes cap as well, uh, right. which is which is another neat feature. I think that one's where you're getting well, what, up well, to 3%. Well, that, that's where they're married together. So, okay. so when you apply for homestead and you qualify for homestead, that establishes your save our homes cap. Okay. So your initial year of qualifying. So if I applied for homestead, uh, for January 1 of 2021, I would have had to own and occupy um, before that date. Yep. Then I can apply by March 1 of 2021. And if I qualify, then that sets my base year. Right. So whatever the property appraiser appraises my property for in 2021, then that can't move at more than 3% or CPI. Nice. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, great things you know, for property owners, for homeowners, for owner-occupants. Uh, and, you know, I just I just love that we're taking care of folks that way. I really love that. Yeah. And that three year window, you know, just started, became effective as of this year. So what it actually does is it, it retroactively can help somebody that missed back to 2018. Mm. So if you had a seller in 2018 that didn't qualify for homestead in 2020. Yeah. 
they can actually qualify for 2021. Nice. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, we're talking with uh, Mike Twitty. He's the Pinellas County property appraiser here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. And I'm your host, Brandon Rimes. And yeah, I, you know, I love you know bringing you in and, and talking about these different types of things. What are, what are some other ideas or, or things that you might want to mention that I'm not bringing up now? Yeah. Um, well, I'd like to, to bring up that other legislation we worked on this year. I worked closely with the, um, the Speaker of the House, Chris Browse. And um, and actually, I was at the bill signing with um, Governor DeSantis and the Speaker and, and the President, uh, Senate President Simpson um, on some resiliency programs. It's the biggest resiliency plan that the legislature in Florida has ever rolled out. They, they claim it's the biggest uh, one ever done in the nation. Wow. So they've um, allocated a, a lot of funding towards making the state more resilient. And it was really a three-pronged um, legislative piece. So there were three different bills. And I was proud to have one of those bills that um, I carried forward. And when I was here last year, I talked about a white paper that I had drafted. Yes. And um, that formed into legislation this um, this past session. And we refined it some and we got it across the goal line in the first year, which is pretty remarkable. Nice. And it aligned with the speaker and the Senate president's um, um, goals pretty well. So they, they took it under their wing and ran with it. So it does require a constitutional amendment. So there were okay. two bills associated with it. So one's the constitutional amendment. That that was um, passed by the, the House and the Senate. So that goes straight to the ballot in 2022. That'll be on the general election ballot. And it will – I don't have the exact la- ballot language with me, yep. but it will essentially uh, talk about being able to allow flood properties. You, you can make uh, improvements to flood property – or make properties flood resilient right. and not – have that affect your assessed value. Nice. So you'll see that on the ballot. And then the implementing bill that gets into the weeds on how it how it actually works. Yeah. Because it gets complicated because this is really uh, for elevating residential properties. Right. So looking around the landscape in Pinellas and around the rest of the state, you know, I've been frustrated with FEMA's efforts. Um, you know, they keep continuing to kick the can. Now they have this new risk rating 2.0 methodology. Nobody's been able to figure out yet. So we're still waiting to, for the dust to settle there. But in the interim, I thought, you know, we've got to kind of take the bull by the horns within our own state. Um, we've been in the black, the state of Florida has been in the black in the NFIP program since its inception 40 years ago. Yet they keep wanting to raise Florida, you know, Floridians rates. So, right. Said, and then you have Superstorm Sandy hit New York. Who would have thought, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So that's and, what... and those other states are the ones that are in the red. Right. Um, exactly. So I thought, you know, let's let's look at state statutes. Let's see if there's a creative way to find a solution for our, our property owners. So I was reviewing statute and saw, you know, we have a provision that the property appraisers tap um, called the calamity provision. Yeah. So if you have a property that's substantially damaged by f- more than 50%, you know, from an act of God, you know, flood, fire, whatever that disaster may be, yep. you can rebuild that property up to 110% of its total square footage and not reset that assessed cap, that Save Our Homes assessed value cap doesn't get treated as new construction. Because normally you rebuild, that's new construction, it comes on the roll at whatever the new value is. Right. 
we're going to hold that assessed value in the same spot. Nice. So what will it allow homeowners to do is they can voluntarily elevate an existing structure, which you've probably seen some of these where they've um, hydraulically lifted homes. Right. Um, We actually have quite a few of them in Pinellas. Um, It's almost surprising that we've got them kind of all shapes and sizes. (laughs) They're not always the prettiest thing, but you can make them pretty if you want to. You can make it it look like it, it, you know, you never even, you thought it was built that way to begin with. Yeah. But, um, or this legislation would also allow you to knock it down and rebuild and still give you that credit of that first 110% of your square footage. Nice. So a lot of our barrier islands, a lot of our properties in our special flood hazard areas, which is about 50% of our entire tax base yep. in, in Pinellas County. So that's, that's a lot of property value at risk. Um, so I wanted a way for the taxing authorities to be able to essentially invest in mitigation efforts right. without having to write a check. Yep. And and actually get it back down the road. Nice. So it's a win-win. The homeowner benefits in the interim. They get up off the ground, whether it's new construction or elevating. Anything over the 110% becomes is treated as new construction. Yep. But so if you're going to go bigger, if you got a 1600 square foot house and you're going to, you know, go above that 110% of that you're going to just pay new construction on that difference. And then when that property does sell, cap's going to reset. That's going to come back to the tax roll and, nice. and help make the the authorities whole in I that love regard. It. Hey, good stuff, man. We've got to take a break here. But Mike Twitty, thanks so much for coming in. We appreciate it. Pinellas County Property Appraiser, Mike Twitty on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Keep up the good work. All right. Appreciate it. Appreciate that, man. Coming up, Captain Will Smith on the other side of this break. Captain Will Smith in the house. Will Smith Aviation here on the program. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back. Hey, this is Grant Cardone, and you're listening to Consumer Quarterback Show, hosted by my friend Brandon Ryan. Do not touch that dial. I'll come right to the radio and grab your throat. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372. Online at ConsumerQB.com. My friends, when choosing a listing agent to sell your home, their track record is critically important. Dennis Prager here for Brandon and Lindsey Rimes, owners of Platinum MVP Team at Keller Williams Real Estate. They're consistently rated by the MLS in the top 1% of all Tampa Bay realtors, and that's a big deal. Brandon and Lindsey are always among the top realtors in the state. Call them today at 813-750-0550. Find them at PlatinumMVPTeam.KW.com. Selling commercial or residential property? Don't leave money on the table. List with the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. I'm Brandon Rimes. Reach me at 813-670-7372 or PlatinumMVPTeam.com. My name is James DeJerome, and I produce the Consumer Quarterback Show for Brandon Rimes. The Consumer Quarterback Show is a team, a group of like-minded professionals who partner together to provide our audience sound advice, knowledge, and information to make them wiser consumers. We work with all types of business owners and aggressively promote our local economy. We're currently conducting interviews for our expert contributors. If you own a business or know someone who would benefit from the exposure our show provides, please contact us at 813-750-0550 or online at consumerqb.com. You're listening to The Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. 
online at ConsumerQB.com. And we're back. Brandon Rimes, Consumer Quarterback Show, Platinum MVP Team, Keller Williams Realty. Hot property listing here in Apollo Beach, 911 Chippeway uh, is the property. Apollo Beach, beautiful property, waterfront with a pool and screened pool right here in Tampa Bay. Three-bedroom, two-bath. 911 Chippeway Drive is a great opportunity here in Tampa Bay. Waterfront, deep access, bring your boat and enjoy this updated property, remodel kitchen and bathrooms. Just a great opportunity to enjoy the Florida lifestyle at its best. Also, got a 1200 Gulf Boulevard, uh, Clearwater Beach property right here at Penthouse at the Meridian. 1805 is the unit number. I've uh, got the Penthouse suite available, three bedrooms. You got multiple terraces. Almost a 360-degree water view of the intercoastal waterways and the Clearwater Beach as well, the Gulf of Mexico. Enjoy that beautiful lifestyle right here in Tampa Bay. And you can see all of our listings at PlatinumMVPTeam.KW.com. This is God's country. All right, Captain Will Smith in the house. Welcome back, my friend. Thank you, Brandon. How are you? Doing great. Doing great. Good. good. Yes, sir. I like the new uh, setup here. Yeah, it looks great, man. <laughs> back to normal. Yes. Pre, Finally. Pre-China virus. Exactly. Right here. So, um, yeah, man, Will Smith Aviation, Ditches to Riches, Falling from the Sky. What's uh, What do you want to talk about today, my friend? Well, as you know, I just got back from my honeymoon. Congratulations. And I again. forgot how much I hate commercial air travel. Oh, boy. Uh, you probably heard it took me 21 hours for me and my beautiful wife to get back to Florida wow. um, due to cancellations and flights that were not able to get us back in a in normal time. Uh, and this is just one more reason I just, you know, can continuously reiterate about private air travel. When I do that that trip from Tampa to Cancun, it takes me about an hour and 15 minutes each way, nonstop. I did the same flight through a connecting um, through through Atlanta, through one of our commercial airlines. We won't mention their names today. And it took us 21 hours from the time we got out of the hotel room and the time we got back to our house. So that is a door-to-door estimate. Yep. Um, out of that door-to-door estimate, I would remove about an hour's worth of travel. So at airport, airplane time, 20 hours. Um, but it just – and one more reason to, to – if you're going to fly somewhere and, and you have the ability to do it, fly private. Yeah. Nonstop. Don't have to worry about lost luggage. Don't have to spend 20 hours in the airport. It's just real simple and easy. Yep. Now, what are some of the prohibiting factors? Cost is going to be the biggest one for most people. <clears throat> Cost is. Um, it's always cheaper as if, if you travel as a group because you're, you've got one fixed price that's going to cost you in that private aircraft. But if you divide that by eight to ten people yep it's like a first class ticket on the commercial if you're just doing it by yourself well yeah it's it's cost prohibited unless you have that kind of money right yeah so travel you know traveling that way is so much fun too it just there's just that extra element people mm-hmm. love it of course you know the social media side of it too and yep. taking pictures and having fun and and just be able to enjoy private groups like that it's yeah. just it's a, just an awesome time especially if you're going to somewhere like the bahamas or key west it's even much more affordable oh that yeah way. of course yeah it's just like when we went down to key west we had a lot of fun doing that we chose our own departure time we chose when we were going to come back yep. um if you want to do a little scenic and get a little low like we did when we went to key west you know could yep. see the 
the the chains. Um, it just makes it more fun. Yeah. <clears throat> and um, flying private, we don't have the restrictions to you know three and a half or four ounces or six ounces, whatever they, re- they require now, of liquids going on board. Right. You know, if you want to bring your own beverage, bring your own beverage. You know, if you want to pack what you want to pack, pack it. Yep. Um, we're not. You don't go through TSA with private air travel. Right. If you own your private aircraft or happen to be a part or a member of someone that owns a private aircraft because the options are limitless uh you just got to give us a call you got to you know you got to go into willsmithaviation.com you've got to ask questions um hearing me talk to you about it doesn't do it justice uh we just had our website redone so just take a look at that this works great for uh big parties works great for law firms um real estate firms you know bigger firms that can't afford to have to commute through another airport that need to get to five locations in an eight-hour day. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Captain Will Smith here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. More with the captain after this quick break. Will Smith Aviation. Check him out online, Will Smith Aviation, uh, willsmithaviation.com. Falling from the Skies, his book as well, Ditches to Riches. And we'll talk more with Will on the other side of this break. Hey, follow us online. We would love to connect with you at Brandon Rhymes one on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, the Consumer Quarterback Show page out there as well as the Facebook uh, page as well, Brandon Rhymes PA. And uh, we'd love to connect with you. By the way, our YouTube channel, over 1,200 videos on our YouTube channel now, Brandon Rhymes Realty. And we'll be right back after this short break. Don't go anywhere. This is Chris Voss, former FBI lead hostage negotiator and owner of the Black Swan Group. And you're listening to Consumer Quarterback Show, hosted by my friend Brandon Rhymes. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372, online at ConsumerQB.com. Listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, online at consumerqb.com. Brandon is Tampa Bay's number one consumer advocate for real estate and financial advice. Call Brandon today at 813-670-7372. And we're back. Brandon Rhymes here, Consumer Quarterback Show, Platinum MVP team, Keller Williams Realty. Uh, we just developed a new relationship with a awesome group of folks. And if you are an investor out there, there. If you're looking for off-market real estate properties, uh, text the word investor to our hotline, 813-750-0550. Call or text the hotline at 813-750-0550. Call or text that hotline with the word investor and then send us your name and email because we're going to be able to send you off-market real estate properties. These are properties that you are going to be able to buy at a discount off the MLS, off the market. Great opportunity. Text investor to 813-750-0550. Call or text that line anytime. ConsumerQB.com. Got a hot listing here in Tampa Bay. Anybody looking to buy a building or a commercial asset? 1602 East MLK. This is Gill's Body Shop available for sale right here in Tampa. Uh, This property is $496,000 just reduced and the owner is motivated. 1602 East MLK Boulevard. Gill's Body Shop. 45 years in business and it has a great repeat clientele that is coming in and getting their car service from miles around check out all of our properties at platinum mvp team 
www.kw.com. All right, we got Captain Will Smith in the house. Captain Will Smith falling from the sky, ditches to riches. What else is going on, man? Well, besides the books and us ramping up to get ready for this movie in Tampa Bay and traveling everywhere, uh, the, talking about the, the DOC with um, Ditches to Riches, I'm finishing up on a special little program that I've put together to help out the people that are getting out of prison. Uh, we do know that the recidivism rate um, is, you know, the first three years is when they were, will fall or go back to prison again. Oh. Oh, wow. So first if we can years. get them past the first three years, yep. we're going to make that happen. Now, the book, Ditches Riches, is on their JPay account where they can download that for free on their iPad, the ones that are getting out. Um, and then I also give them a, 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 a copy uh, when I go to the prison system so they can carry while they're outside because they can't take the JPay with them. Um, with that said, um, working um, – with the 501c3 companies, I'm putting together a little uh, program to where they will gump, come to me for about two to three weeks. We will go through the process of the book. We will get them set in some type of uh, career-focused mentality because we know this is all, all mindset on, on your success. Right. And your success, um, and mine is based on the people I'm, I'm helping out. And we teach the people as they're coming out, as they complete the program, one of their next steps. Steps out of the program is they become a coach. Mm. So each person coming out of the prison system will have a coach to help them and teach them through their transition because they'll have a lot thrown at them yeah. that may be in prison that wasn't tolerated, but we have to learn um, to calm ourselves once we're released from prison. We right. have to learn how to have some patience yep. with the people that are going to disrespect ourselves outside of prison and know that the same way we would respond to disrespect in prison is not the same way we're going to respond to disrespect outside of prison. Yeah. Uh, because if we do, we will probably find ourselves back in prison. Right back in yeah. there. Recidivism rate. It's <laughs> right. like the, uh, you know, the, old, the, the great TV show. Bruce Banner, the yes. Incredible Hulk. You know, you can't you can't let the inner Hulk come out. You know, exactly. you got to control it. You got to you know try to throttle it down. And it's hard. It's easier said than done for a lot of these folks that you know because it's a, it's a, overnight. It's a paradigm shift. Okay, mm -hmm. one day I'm in this this environment of you know in some cases animals. I mean, these people are going to rip your head off if you treat them the wrong way you say the wrong thing you don't play the certain game the right way right. and then the next day it's a completely different paradigm now you're out in the real world real society and you are in a position where you have to use your brains more than brawn exactly you have to show restraint um, you have to show a certain type of respect um, and patience and what we do through the program uh, is we're going to teach these these groups of individuals um, when they're coming out how to adjust to that right and by adjusting to that, we're going to keep them busy. Yep. We don't want them to have a lot of idle time on their hands because, you know, once you start with that idle time, it's a devil's workshop. Yep. You know, that's when you start going back to what got you in prison to begin with. That's right. So by educating, by promoting, by supporting, by building these individuals up, by giving them a job, a sense of responsibility in the community, yep. this is going to help them with their success. And then right. once they get done with that, they're going to be on, you know, the coaching part. And this is where I help and teach them how to be 
be coaches and, and how to be someone that is a leader and in the community and their surrounding people that they're helping to become coaches. So it's, you know, as the program works, they graduate in three years and then they have a nice certificate of this three year program they went, they went through and they can show that to those supporting documents to maybe places of employment that yep. they accomplish this three year program or even open up their own business if they want to and allow people to work for their business and, and help support their, their fellow inmates that are, re, are coming out of prison. Right on. All right. Good stuff. Captain Will Smith, uh, final thought. Give them the best website and your final thought. Uh, the best website you can go to to learn about how to help the community and get involved in the movie that we're making is going to be CaptainWillSmith.com. CaptainWillSmith.com. Learn more about me, learn more about my books, and learn more about the movie we're going to be putting together here in Tampa Bay. I like it. All right, good stuff. All right, Brandon, great seeing you again, Thanks for coming in, buddy. Thanks. All right, when we come back, we're going to tell you something good in our feel-good story of the day. Teacher gives student the shoes off his own feet at graduation ceremony. Uh, Find out about this great story out of Louisiana here on the Consumer Quarterback Show, ConsumerQB.com. This is Diane Vance with Fairway Independent Mortgage, a member of the Consumer Quarterback Show. Please give me a call for any of your mortgage needs. We do all sorts of loans. If you would like information on a mortgage, you can text me or call me at 727-647-8199. I will take care of all your mortgage needs. Go to my website at dianevance.com. Ian Beckles here with my man, Brandon Rimes, a.k.a. the Real Estate Quarterback. Brandon, what's happening with the market? Thanks, Ian. We are in a low inventory market, so any of our listeners are homeowners and would like a free comparable market analysis or a 2.5% listing, we will honor this for the first three listeners who call or text in 813-773-1253, free CMA, and a 2.5% real estate listing at 813-773-1253. Check out ConsumerQB.com. Selling commercial or residential property? Don't leave money on the table. List with the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. I'm Brandon Rimes. Reach me at 813-670-7372 or PlatinumMVPTeam.com. You're listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rimes. Cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. Online at ConsumerQB.com. And we're back. Brandon Rimes here. Consumer Quarterback Show, helping you win in any marketplace. That's our goal. And we'd love for you to connect with us online, ConsumerQB.com. And uh, every day we like to tell you something good here in our feel-good story of the day. Tell me something good. All right, so we got a teacher gives students the shoes off his own feet at graduation ceremony. This is a Louisiana high school senior shoes almost kept him from walking across the stage at graduation until a teacher gave him the shoes off his own feet. Uh, Devarius Peters almost couldn't walk because uh, he was walking in and they, they noticed that he had white soles on his shoes and it was supposed to be all uh, black shoes or dark color. And they said, quote, they are black and white. They said, you have to wear black color, dark color shoes. They, she closed the door in my face, Peters. 
teacher said. Uh, the 18-year-old said he was pacing outside when he saw the teacher, John Butler, and he told him what happened. And Butler was quoted as saying, this is the biggest moment of your life up to this point. Nobody's going to take it away from you. It was just a no-brainer for me to take off my shoes and give it to him. And uh, so what a cool story, the, the teacher stepping up, giving the own two shoes off his uh, feet there uh, to the uh, student about to graduate. So that's a really awesome story. I love that. And uh, let's welcome in attorney Carmika Rubin. Welcome back. Yes. Glad to be here. Thank you. Thank you. My pleasure. And we talk about uh, the truth about child support uh, for fathers here on the show today. So when you think about child support, there's a lot of misconceptions that people have. Uh, let's start with, you know, what is child support? Yes, awesome. Um, and, and let me just back up and just, you know, share that this is a program that we do uh, maybe once or twice a year to kind of kill the myth, okay. the barbershop myth of, you know, fathers giving advice to fathers on what to do with their mom and child support and things of that nature. So I like to open it up and I explain to them what the actual differences are um, between child support and time sharing. And child support is just what the child is legally entitled to. Okay. Um, whether you're married or not, whether um, you know you're seeing the child or not, but it's a combination of the incomes of mom and dad, and then you enter it into the formula, and it's based on how many overnight stays that you have. Okay. And some people sit back and they and they wonder, um, you know, why should I pay this person? But every parent is really paying themselves. It's just that overage, that difference that makes up. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, because you're filling it out. You're putting it on, I think they called it like a financial worksheet. From that financial worksheet, you're able to uh, ascertain, okay, these are the number of homes. It, it basically turns into a math equation. Exactly. For child support, it's all about the numbers. Unfortunately, but it is all about the numbers. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And can men receive child support? They definitely can. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you know, and interesting, even if neither mom or dad have the child, the, the mom and dad can both be paying child support to a guardian. Mm, okay. To a guardian. But there are some dads, you know, people love to talk about deadbeat dads or dads who are not supporting their child, but there's a whole nother ram of fathers who are single, who are taking care of their children, right. and mom is absent. Yeah. Mom is nowhere to be found, and, and dad can request, although... Most men don't want to. They have that. I can do it. I don't need mom. But the child support is an obligation. It is something for the child. It does not belong to mom. It does not belong to dad. They're to use it for the benefit of the child. But the child is entitled to support whether mom is there or not, dad can get child support. Yeah, yeah. And, and sometimes you hear the, the uh, misnomers out there as well as people thinking, well, if I can't see my child, I don't have to pay child support. That's not the case, right? Mm, not at all. Big mistake. Not at all. Big, big, big mistake. And, and it's so unfortunate that it happens time and time again where um, two cases, one where dad is paying, 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 and Mom is like, no, 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 no. Mm. And then you have you have the, the, the flip. Well, I'm not going to pay okay. until I can see my child. Right. But here in the legal ramification, in the legal ram, you have to be careful because the Florida statute is very clear on what you need to do when support 
for the child and time sharing, they're separate. You bring them together when you're doing the formula, but ultimately they're two separate uh, um, provisions that's provided by the law. So I always encourage fathers, if you're not seeing that child, that child needs your money and your time. Yeah, exactly. They, they, you know, the kids are the uh, sometimes the, the losers in these things when mom and dad are arguing, can't figure things out. And you know, I think hopefully, you know, after the two or three years go by, it kind of the, the, the tempers trying to flare down and it ends up being a more of a, uh, you know, amicable situation. And, and when you're dealing with family law and divorces uh, as well, it gets crazy. Yeah, yeah, it gets crazy. And, and you know, there's a big difference if you are married. OK. And and you're not married. Okay. So the law looks at it differently. You know, a lot of fathers, they're like, oh, the law is so for women. Well, most times history says that most women have the kids while dad is no longer in the picture mm. or no longer in the house. Okay. But that changes as far as who has the, who has the leverage if you're married. Okay. If you're single, mom can leave the state oh, if she wants If there's no court order because she's like the ultimate parent and then dad has to fight for his right. But if you're married, mom better stay put. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, exactly. And if you just joined us, uh, we're, we're talking with Carmika, attorney Carmika Rubin here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. I'm your host, Brandon Rimes. And uh, a lot of times people get confused also with like driver's license, passport. I mean, if they're in arrears and, and, and have behind on some of these things, that probably can affect some of these these areas. Is that Absolutely. Right? Yep. Absolutely. I like to call it like the beating bat. And there are some fathers, I love to kill the myths, there are some fathers that will say, I'm going to place myself on court-ordered child support. Okay. And when you do that, you're giving the court and the or the administrative department permission to beat or punish you for not upholding your financial obligation wow. that you put in place. Yeah. Because you can send money to mom and just write child support. Child support, money order, cash app, Zelle, just put child support and you will get credit for it. But if you put yourself on child support, which I don't recommend, um, now you're coming to the punish me if I I have a bad time. Punish me because the pandemic came and, and they did not stop enforcing child support. So a part of the enforcing and helping mom get some of the financial obligation that's outstanding is the suspending of your driver's license, unfortunately. Okay. And also the interference with your passport. And there are some other things like levying your bank account, freezing your bank account. Um, there, there's other ways that they try to come to enforce that child support order. And I say, be that great father that you are and have a bank account. Have something set with mom where you can pay it directly without court intervention. So if court intervention does come, you already have it lined up to yeah. where I've been doing it already. Please give me my credit. Yeah. Why, why would you want to voluntarily have them intervene and, and or give them the authority to intervene? Because then they could, like you said, levy the bank accounts, probably um, uh, access the, the income uh, as well. Garnish, garnishment. Yeah. Now, I was yeah. going to ask you this because something came up 
uh, in my mind when, when you're talking about the, uh, you know, COVID, how it affects. So did, did COVID. Uh, so the question would be phrased then, uh, did COVID affect child support in some cases? Because we know that the tenants and landlords were in a position where landlords were like, wow, you know, these tenants are kind of getting a free ride here. Six months, eight months. How long are we going to keep extending this, guys? So how did that play out with in your world? Oh, my goodness. You would think that there was some type of forgiveness or, you know, we the whole world is experiencing this at the same time. Right. So let's suspend child support. But no, because the child still has those same needs. Right. And the way the courts looked at it, and it was a big discussion on it, the courts looked at it and said, we have an order in place. Yeah. We've not changed that order. Yeah. So... If we've not changed the order, the Florida statutes haven't changed, we're going to enforce that order. Yeah. So if you're not paying your support, which is still due, it becomes outstanding, converts to arrears. The pandemic did not forgive that. Some agencies did slow up on the enforcement right. part of it. It didn't cancel or suspend. It just said, hey, let's not enforce it as much we'll give that much leadway yeah but the course were the course itself wasn't as lenient but the child support agency yeah department of revenue they're the ones that come to enforce okay to tell dmv please let them know we're about to suspend their license oh boy so they slowed up the enforcement part yeah wow yeah i mean at some point you gotta you gotta figure there's there's a baby at need Got to buy formula. You got to buy diapers. Whatever the situation is. So wow. So these these systems are in place, and and that's where you get. You talked about the driver's licenses being revoked, and now you're really getting into a position where if you can't drive to work, how can you? You know. So it's going to go downhill quickly. Oh yeah, it it, it definitely does. And I want to answer your earlier question. It's like, why would you do it? It's the barbershop talk. It is the it is the barbershop language and that's what has promoted me to do this for so many years is the fellas talking to the fellas uh, saying this is what I would do this is what I've done this is what I suggest yeah and I advise those barbershop attorneys. <laughs> barbershop attorney, good name for it. Yeah, you know, send them to a licensed attorney to get legal advice yeah. to help lead them on the right uh, the right pathway. Keep but, keep the barbershop talk to who's the best boxer: Muhammad Ali, Joe <laughs> Lewis, the Mike Tyson. You know, remember like the the scene from the movie with Eddie Murphy? Yeah, exactly. that's that's good barbershop talk. Not advice around legal uh, repercussions around child support. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> yeah. exactly, exactly. You know, and, and it's so interesting because, you know, like we get a lot of referrals by word of mouth. Right. And at the same token, most people get their legal advice by word of mouth. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And and that's why I do this particular Zoominar. It's a Zoominar now. I normally would do it in person. But that's why we do the truth about child support um, seminar slash Zoominar is to say for no charge, let us help kill the myths. Yeah. So money's not an issue. All it requires is 30 minutes of your time. June 24th is the date, 6 p.m. Uh, register at rubenslaw.com, R-U-B-I-N-S law.com. And it's the truth about child support for fathers only. That's June 24th, 6 p.m., rubenslaw.com. Yes, awesome. We get a little, we get some women in there from time to time, but um, it's really geared towards the fathers. Okay. 
Yeah, it's good information either way, right? Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely, because there are women. Yep. One woman infiltrated, and she says, Attorney Rubin, but I'm on child support, and I have questions. Okay. And I said, you're right, and we were able to address it. So we do take questions during the Zoominars. We do take questions, and uh, it's very laid back and informal. So I, I invite people to bring their questions, bring their scenarios, knowing it does not create a legal relationship between me and them and their information is not confidential because it's not a full consultation. It's an open dialogue that's being recorded. Good point. I'm glad you said that. And then uh, maybe bring some of your best questions next time you're on the show. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see what people are thinking about out there. Yeah. 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 I I sure will. I sure will. And and one last key, um, because child support can start in any state. Okay. It doesn't have to start in Florida. Florida can just be the one to enforce it. But when you have different situations, and I saw this over the years, uh, but they live in Virginia. Okay. Georgia. Who has jurisdiction? Who has the power? So they bring those type questions to the seminar, and we definitely address them. And I say, if you need more, we can do a one-to-one. There you go. That's yeah. perfect. Yeah. yeah. I, my guess would be the state where the divorce had happened. It, it took place. Yeah. And your you guess know. would be right. Yeah. Yeah. If they were married. Okay, if, if they were if, married. If they were married, then um, it would be the state that they were married because there is a rule, and people don't think about this. There's a six-month uh, rule that who's your home state? Where were you living? Florida or Georgia? Okay. And then when the child support order was established, what state was it? Right. Was was it Washington? You know, was it California? Because they would take the initial role and then Florida would be the one to say, well, if you don't pay according to California's law, we have the power to enforce it and suspend your license and interfere with your international travel plans. Oh, boy. And that brings me to social media. Mm-hmm. Be careful what you post on social media, right? When you're dealing with these scenarios, I'm sure you've seen somewhere it's been. Wait a second! Oh, <laughs> I thought you posted about this international <laughs> travel, for example, but now you're saying you can't pay your child support, and it comes into court. Yeah, we have. I won't mention a judge's name, but I have one judge who I really adore, and that judge loves all of the tea. Mm. That just loves all of the hottest gossip. He's like, give me all your social media posts. Show me the video that was on Instagram. So be careful what you put out there in social media. Uh, Some judges may not consider it for a trial, but there are some and they're like, Give me that information. Yeah, yeah get, absolutely. Spill the tea. Well, Attorney Carmika Rubin here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Thanks for coming in. And the, the website is rubenslaw.com, rubenslaw.com. Always a pleasure. Thank Thanks you. Thank in. you. Thank you so much for having me, Brandon. I appreciate it. Hey, my pleasure. Absolutely. All right, we had a great show here on the program. Mike Twitty, the Pinellas County property appraiser, kicked us off. Captain Will Smith and, of course, Attorney Rubens here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. As we always say, we want you to please go out there and consider committing a random act of kindness. Do something kind for one another. Be a force for good in the community. And we would love for you to follow us online at Brandon Rhymes one on Instagram and Twitter, uh, the Consumer Quarterback Show page out there on Facebook, as well as the Platinum MVP team 
at Keller Williams Realty. And we'll see you next time right here on the Consumer Quarterback Show, ConsumerQB.com. You've been listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes. Whether it's real estate, consumer, or financial advice, let Brandon call your next play. Contact Brandon Rhymes at 813-670-7372. That's 813-670-7372. Online at ConsumerQB.com. And join us next time for the Consumer Quarterback Show.